Hello, welcome to the last show podcast. Let me think. Oh, this thing is on. My name is Courtney Shane Williams. I'm the host of the podcast. This is how it gets down on the show. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Digital, Google, and TuneIn Radio. Rate, review, resubscribe, unsubscribe to the show. Follow the show. Follow me on Spotify. Check me out. Whole comedy album, everything's on there. Comedy? Did he say comedy? Yes, I'm a stand-up comedian based out of Tampa, Florida, man. Check me out. I'm recording my fourth comedy album coming up. Hey, man, hey, 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 kill the music, kill the music. I'm recording my fourth comedy album coming up in uh, Seattle, Washington, August 27th and 28th at Laughs Comedy Club. That's over in the U District on Roosevelt. Tickets are on sale now, laughscomedyclub.com. Go to my website, CourtneyShaneWilliams.com. There's a pop-up. You can get tickets to the show. I want every show to be sold out. You know what I mean? Show it out, man. Tell Delta you ain't scared. Um, so that's where we at, dude. Uh, Instagram and Twitter at Courtney Shane. That's at K-O-R-T-N-E-Y Shane. And uh, this is here's the podcast. Sports, pop, culture, music, sometimes in that order. We'll see. We're actually going to talk some real sports today. The NBA Finals coming up. But oddly enough, right before I started doing this podcast, uh, I was about to, um, I had um, uh, uh, some gigs got canceled that I was going to do, which uh, if you guys don't know, I already, I just came back from Oklahoma last weekend and I got sick on my first time out. You know why? Because when you take that mask off, there's danger. There's danger on the other side of the man, you know? Now the mask is basically like a, uh, like a, uh, like a, um, what's that called? A helicopter parent, you know? I mean, it's annoying, you don't want to wear it, but honestly, it does keep you safe, you know what I mean? You kind of want it to go away, you know, you wish, you're not my father, Jack, you know, that's how I feel about the mask right now, that's what you want it gone, at the same time, took my mask off for uh, one weekend to do some shows, and I'm sick, I'm still recovering, dude, I don't know if I'm like an Oklahoma long hauler, I don't know if they got another variant out there. I don't even know if it's COVID. That's the worst part about it, dude. I'm probably just allergic to grass. You know, I mean, I haven't I haven't been around the country in over a year, so I'm not used to, you know, interacting with other people. I'm basically the bubble boy that lives in Florida, which seems like the terrible place you want to be in if you're a bubble. Um, but recovering, I had some gigs canceled. So in, in a weird way, it's like, dang, man, the gigs are canceling. I mean, I do need the money. Don't get me wrong. But then the other part of me is like, yo, that's like two less plane flights I got to take. You know what I mean? That's two less chances to get sick, two less chances to catch the Delta virus, you know, variant rather, and two less chances for me to be hospitalized, two less times I got to interact with some disgusting people on the plane. This lady next to me on the plane was trying to talk to me the entire time. That's the worst. There's a window. There's a reason I have a window seat and a hoodie over my face. It's not because I want to rob you. It's because I don't want to talk to you. Ah, you can take your mask off. No, let me keep my mask on, okay? I keep my mask on. I put my hoodie on. This is the face of someone that wants nothing to do with this conversation. So, Silent Plane got sick. So, yeah, that's one less chance. Flying always freaks me out. That's the worst part about, you know, comedy or performing is that the shows ain't in my house. You know, that was good part of the pandemic is like when I did shows on Zoom, dude, I just fired up the computer. I did a show last night on Zoom. It is fantastic. I sat around all day. Was, oh, hold on. I got a show in five minutes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Threw on a shirt with buttons, turned on the camera, did the show, turned it back off, and, and finished doing what I was doing, man. Shows on Zoom is fantastic. 
The worst part about comedy is, is I have to leave my house. This is the worst part about the whole thing. So, you know, being able to stay home and not have to go and not have to get sick, uh, this is pretty dope, man. Because um, I do hate flying. That's one of the things, too. I don't like flying. That's what I was going to talk about. Flying. I don't like flying. One thing I learned, because I actually saw this video on Twitter, and I had just got back off the road. I'm so glad I didn't see it before I left. Had to fly through storms. Uh, I got my flight delayed because of the tropical storm in Florida. Then coming back, there was a thunderstorm come out of Oklahoma. And they got different types of, of thunderstorms in Oklahoma. I live in Florida. It's a whole bunch of, you know, anything is a hurricane and tropical storms. And, you know, out of nowhere, you'll get like five inches of rain in like two minutes. Okay? <laughs> this is very quick, okay? The, the the thunderstorms out there is real. Real, dude. They were having thunderstorm coverage. Coverage. I was like, oh, I mean, I live in Florida. There's a thunderstorm every day in the summer. Just, there's no coverage. You just know it's coming. It's just one of those things, man. Like, this is coming. Be prepared. You know it's July. Know that, know that brand new? But they were having coverage on this thunderstorm. And when I left, oh man, it was one of those things where like the, the thunderstorm is so bad, like the plane can't land. So it's trying to land whilst at the same time swimming in circles, hoping the people on the plane don't notice. You know, hoping I don't realize that, yo, we've been landing for 45 minutes, dog. What's going on? So we're swimming in circles. And he goes, hey, they're holding the plane in the air. So now we, you know, he goes, don't worry, guys. We have enough fuel. <laughs> as if I wasn't worried before now I am anytime somebody has to announce how much gas they got left man, be prepared to start walking alright just be prepared right so we're circling and finally he's like okay we're cleared to land but the thunderstorm was so bad he did that thing where like you cut through the clouds cause you can't just go straight into the descent cause if you go straight into the descent we're gonna nosedive it'd be, <laughs> dude, it'd be like Denzel Washington in flight it ain't no actresses on this airplane right now, right? So he did that thing where you go down like, you know, drop down like 500 feet and then you circle, drop down 500, circle, drop down 500, circle. And he did that until we finally got down to the ground. I was like, oh, great. So I came home and when I came home, more turbulence. Great. This was on Sunday. Then I was listening to a radio show and a guy would have flown into uh, Miami. And he was like, yo, that I just experienced the worst turbulence I've had, like, ever. It's like the sec. he goes, actually, I had one incident worse than this. But this was, like, one of the worst incidents of turbulence. He flew it on Monday. I'm like, whoa, from Arizona to Florida. I flew from Oklahoma to Florida, okay? So kind of going east to west. I'm like, whoa. Then I saw a video uh, on, on Twitter. I don't know if I retweeted the video, and if I didn't, uh, hopefully I will. I saw a video on Twitter about Spirit Airlines and saying, yo, if you fly Spirit, you're risking your life. And it was horrific turbulence. Someone had took a video during turbulence. Now, first of all, if you're taking videos during turbulence, you're not really that scared. All right? You're not really, because you know, when turbulence, I cannot, I can't concentrate, dog. I got to close the book because because I need to focus all my attention on stop. Uh, on, on making the plane <laughs> on stop on stopping how do you say it i gotta focus all my attention on stopping the plane from shaking 
all right that, that's what i gotta do i don't have time to read a book or check my phone no i put the phone the book down and i grab the seat in front of me and i put it in a cobra clutch and i hold on for dear life dog I'm not doing no Instagram live as the play is going down, dog. This ain't the Titanic, dude. I'm packing up the oboe, is like putting my head between my legs and kissing myself goodbye, dog. It is over, dog. This person took an Instagram live of the plane having severe turbulence. It was the kind of turbulence where everybody was screaming. You hear grown men screaming on the airplane. Truth be told, I didn't even finish the video. I watched like the first 15 minutes and I heard somebody say, hey, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, yo, dog, is, is this the beginning of the scary movie? What's going on? <laughs> Dude, the lights are flickering. You're on Spirit Airlines. Your life. That's what's going on right now. Alive, right? So the plane starts shaking, going. And um, one thing that, that happened is that it did that thing where it hit that bump. And all of a sudden, your head hit the ceiling. That's happened to me one time in my life. Terrified, okay? Then I heard somebody in the caption underneath said, hey, uh, this is what you get flying Spirit Airlines. You're risking your life. Let me let you a little behind the curtain. This is not even comedy. I was so terrified of flying, but as I got better at comedy, I had to do more shows on the road. So I had to make peace with flying. <laughs> I mean, I made peace with it, right? We're working on our relationship. I've made peace. But one thing that happened is fortunately enough, I've had some people that have flown before actual planes people with you know experiences you know stewardess or whatnot but one of the things is oddly enough i work with somebody that was in um the air force so he was telling me about planes because as soon as he told me he worked in the air force i'm like yo my man my man i got some questions for you dog why does the plane shake so much that's my first question so he, had, he talked about the clouds and things like that. But one thing he said, I was like, I know this is a plane shake. He goes, well, one thing he said is, he goes, yeah. He goes, if you're on a big plane, you're going to experience less turbulence. Because big planes can fly higher. And when they fly higher, you get less turbulence up high. Really, the most of the turbulence is going to come when you're going in and out of the clouds. That's when the turbulence comes. So smaller commuter planes can't fly as high as bigger planes, so they end up flying lower. So the smaller planes experience more turbulence. Insert Spirit Airlines. So you guys that have maybe scared for your life flying Spirit, I understand everybody wants to ball on a budget. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's too tempting to turn down those tickets to Miami. You know what I mean? You need to come down here and start an insurrection. I understand why you want to come here. But bear in mind, you will be fine. Planes don't fall out of the sky, whether you're on Spirit or not. The only difference is if you are on Spirit, pack a second pair of underwear. I've seen the way that thing works. But if you want less turbulence on your airplane, fly a bigger airplane. When I book tickets, I don't even look at the flight time. I don't look at connections. I look at, are we on a 7.37? My plane has to begin with a 7. If it ain't no 7, and it better not end with a max. It has to start with a 7 and not end with a max. Those are the planes I get on, dog. I get mad when it says Airbus. I'm like, oh, Airbus. What, it's like the Greyhound? I'm terrified, dog. No, it needs a 7.37, 7.57. I need something big and hawking and get a wing seat, you know? Wing seat, window, hoodie on, mask on. You know what it is. It's the last show podcast. Thank you for tuning into the show. It's called the last show because this may be it.
Welcome back to the last show podcast. That is Vince Staples. Are you with that? Off the new Vince Staples album, man. I listened to it one time through. You know my rules, man. I don't like to review an album until, you know, at least I get, you know, a handful of times through the album. I'm not sure I'm going to make it through this album a handful of times. Something weird's happened to Vince Staples. Dude, I think I am really sick, by the way. Like, I'm going to be real, dude. I mean, I've, I haven't lost my sense of taste, but I'm ticking like every other COVID box. I'm going to be real. And I'm not trying to make fun of COVID. You know, somebody that's been sick with COVID. I'm just letting y'all know I'm coming down with something. I feel like Tom Hanks. All right. <laughs> that's how I feel. You know what I mean? This is uh, terrible. And the more I think about it, the hotter I get, dog. You know, and I got vaccinated, dude. I got three vaccines. I got Pfizer and Moderna, dude. I'm I'm ready to go for the rest of my life, dude. Uh, I could start a small car. All right, let me not start doing stand up on the, on the podcast. Something weird is happening with Vince Staples. I listened to this album, and production means something. You guys that don't know, this is the music portion of the podcast. Vince Staples I actually like his uh, rap. I actually. There's few people, new artists that I've seen live. Vince Staples is one of the guys I actually went, bought a ticket to the concert, saw him live. A lot of young people there. I left early. That's the way it worked, right? So something's happening, man. This production is not good enough. Um, but I will say on this album, different than the last album, he actually raps really well. Like the raps are not the problem on this album. This album, I'm like, you know, it just it's uh, the 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 um, the beats ain't that good. Production's not that that good and uh something's weird happening with vince staples i feel like he's eat, uh entering the bob zone you know also known as the lupe fiasco like uh, you know food and liquor is a great album you know um but it's uh it's gone now all right so i actually wanted to talk about cuba here we are again um I don't mean to say it exasperated. I'm going to try to be as sensitive as possible. Watch my tone and really watch my language. I ain't trying to get canceled, especially on a free podcast. Like, if I'm Stephen A. Smith and I say something about Otani and I get canceled, at least I got to check. You know, I know I'm a good person. I can apologize to people, but at least I can sit home with my check. I, I mean, to be canceled, you know, with a paycheck coming in can't be that bad. It just can't be that bad. I was honestly, dude. As Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> he's not having the worst time of his life. So I'm sure he's sure he got paid out. But um So Cuba is going through protests, which is crazy. So me living in Florida, I'm all of it in tune as much as you can be as a black man in Florida that's not Cuban, right? That has no connective experience at all. But Protesting Cuba is a big deal. People don't protest in Cuba. Cuba's an oppressive communist government. It's kind of like China. People don't protest in China. You know why? Because they will kill you. That's why. They'll take you, throw you in jail, and just never let you out. Don't have to let you out. Don't need a reason to put you in jail. Just take you, put you in there, and keep it pushing. Don't just political... That's it, man. They have firing squads in Cuba. That means they kill you when you get there, dog, and no one can stop them. That's the way it works. So people don't protest in Cuba. Cuba's a very controlled government. 
obviously, not only is the communist dictatorship, but they'll just shut down the Wi-Fi. I mean, <laughs> Cuba, Cuba is like the next door neighbor. You know, you're, you're gaming at night. You watch a little Netflix. You think they're out of town and they just changed the password on you, dude. That's what Cuba is. And not only do they change the password, they reset the internet. So you have to log back in. <laughs> That's the worst, dog. That's what Cuba is, man. It's an oppressive government and it's a place that people don't protest. So when the protest broke out in Cuba, it actually caught my attention. I was like, wow. Huh. Then, living in Florida, people in Miami started protesting in Miami on behalf of their people in Cuba because Miami happens to have the hugest Cuban population. And probably the hugest Cuban population outside of Cuba is in Miami. It's like second. So, then Biden releases a statement and it's, the, it's I actually thought it was a pretty good statement. I mean, as much as you can stay in the sta say in the statement, he basically said, we stand with the people of Cuba. We oppose anybody that, you know, wants to restrict freedoms. We want people to be free. Ba -da 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 -da. Where are we now? Two things. And, and this is when I really got to watch my tone and watch what I say and, and say what I want to say and not have it come off. Gosh, I hate I hate relitigating the last election, but 45 was on one, dude. How people got suckered into voting for Donald Trump when the policies are in place that people believe are choking Cuba out by America, you know what I mean, not funding them basically, like get embargo, right? So I think they lifted the embargo, but then they put the embargo back in place and Trump had a lot to do with that. And... Um, Bruh, you voted for him. And you, no one you. The Cuban population tends to be strongly Republican because they believe in this, you know, idea of freedom. And Republicans represent freedom to them. You voted for him. So now it's like, hey, Biden, come fix this. And granted, he's the president, dude. That's what you signed up for. You fix problems that aren't your problems. And you make statements that when you know there's nothing you can actually do. Which is a big deal, by the way. He can't actually do anything, but I'll get to that in a minute. Dog, you voted for Donald Trump, and this dude is, is, is was, was the one. I thought Biden was the socialist. So now Biden's supposed to be coming to Florida on behalf of, you know, the, 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 the people of Cuba to stand with them against the Cuba. He's the socialist, dog. They sat up here and uh, peddled this propaganda all throughout Florida, duping people into believing that Biden was this dude that was going to socialize you and send you back to Cuba and take your gun. By the way, Biden has yet to pick my gun up, has yet to come to the crib and pick my gun up. All I know is this dude is cutting checks. I just got $300 in my account the other day, dog. This socialism is breaking me off, dog. But this whole propaganda idea is he's taking this, he's taking that. You know, he's a socialist. And that rang true with the Cuban population in, in, in Florida, dog. He got less vote in Florida than uh, Obama did because all those talking points worked. And now, save us. And, as, and if you're Biden, it's just what you got to do. You got to be the president for Americans and Americans. <laughs> For Democrats and Republicans and liberals and independents. You're the president of everybody. 
That's the job. Everybody don't vote for you. I get that. But it's it's infuriating me when people just get duped. You get duped. You're willing to get duped. You sign up to get duped. And then you save me. It's like this whole vaccine, like this Delta variant is going crazy. And all these people, I saw like some clip on Twitter. It's like Laura Ingram on Fox News. There's no reason to take the vaccine. These scumbags go on TV and tell you not to take a vaccine when they're vaccinated. Donald Trump took every medicine known to man when he got sick. Every experimental, every cocktail, chloroquine. What happened to that, dog? Vaccine came out, whole family vaccinated. And this jack wagon won't tell people to get vaccinated. These are your people, man. Your people in Mississippi, because it's raging in Mississippi. Your people that believed in you voted. These people actually believed in him. Actually believed in him. Voted for you, dog. You're not going to fight for them? You're just going to let them die? Let them be sick? When they have access to the same medicines your family has taken advantage of? And jack wagons on TV like Laura Ingram and, 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 and all these other clowns, racist ass Tucker Carlson, you listen to these dudes on TV, they're killing you. I digress. So, Biden's going to come to Florida, probably. He's going to make a statement, probably, uh, definitely and not be able to do anything. The fact of the matter is, the only thing he can kind of do is maybe get the, the you know, allies together and if, you know, maybe try to do some back check, but the, that is a communist government there. The only freedom, real freedom, this is coming from a place of ignorance, just somebody tangentially. The only real freedom in Cuba is overthrowing the government. That's really the only real freedom. How you're going to go about doing that in a communist society is by me, especially when they control everything. They control, you know, the military. They control, uh, <coughs> excuse me, they control the military. Even like something small like the Internet. You can't even organize without the Internet. So what are you going to go door to door? It ain't going to work that way. They got informants inside of families that know. They got people that are roll on their own family. Like, this is a huge operation. This is not something that can be solved with a statement or in a weekend or in a month. I'm not sure how you solve that problem. However, one thing I do find interesting and one thing about this, this, um, this situation that's happening with Cuba and the protests is that it reminds me, representation is a very important thing. And not only is representation important, representation that has power is important. The only reason America cares about Cuba or brings out Cuba, brings up Cuba rather, the only reason it's a story is because there's enough Cubans in South Florida that swing elections. That's it, dog. That is it. America don't actually care. They care just as much as atrocities in China, just as much as atrocities in Haiti or Germany. Did you know over 100 people died in Germany because of a flood over the last couple of days? Did you know? Are they playing it on the news? Nope. Because Germans don't have a representation in this country. That's why. The president of Haiti got assassinated. 
Are they trying to find the killer? Nope. Because the Haitians don't represent anything for America. Cubans protest, call in the president. Why? Because Cubans have representation and Cubans have power. Ron DeSantos signed a bill in Florida. If you protest, they have the ability to remove you. It's an anti-protest bill. And he sat his fat butt up there on Fox News and flashed the paper in front of the camera and signed it. Why are these dudes on the street in Miami? I thought Florida had an anti-protest bill. Is it just for black people? Because uh, the representation of black people do what for you? Nothing. So screw them. Screw them. I'm not falling for the okie doke, dog. And I want to make sure my tone is great. I'm not cascading the Cuban population. They deserve freedom. I believe in all that. But if you dudes out here falling for the okie doke of like America's caring, they don't care. You got representation and you got power. That's the key. And that is one thing is the, the Cuban people as a whole, if I can say it like that unoffensively, they figure that thing out. They've channeled their power together. And it also helps when you come here by choice. That helps. Now, there may not be an alternative in your country as far as, you know, the oppression and communism. But when you actually have the ability to come here by choice and congregate and no instructions of, of your language and your family and your heritage and what you believe in, it sure does help when you get here, dog. It sure does help. It helps you organize. It helps you get on the same page. It sure does help, you know. All those things are true. But I will say this. I will say this. America don't actually care, dude. They don't. Biden fixed this. <laughs> and I mean, I'm sure he will, man. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he'll come down here, come down here and say something, give a speech. I mean, I don't know what else is going to do outside of that. All right. Weird transition. I want to talk about the NBA Finals. I think I talked about it after game three. I think I talked about it. Um, dude, Giannis is, uh, Giannis is that dude. He's Giannis is Shaq. You know, it's one of those things like when I say superstars of the highest order, it's like, you know, LeBron, of course, Kevin Durant, of course. And so it's easy to say LeBron, LeBron but Giannis can't affect the game like like uh, LeBron does. And I think that some people are wrapping their heads around. And, and, and weirdly enough, this finals happening right now when it's happening. It's reminding me of things people said about Shaq. And Shaq not actually being able to win. Shaq went to the NBA Finals with uh, uh, Penny Hardaway and was a better player than Penny Hardaway. But Penny Hardaway took a lot of those, you know, bigger shots, had a lot of more control in those moments. Because the truth of the matter is, when you're a big man, you're that's a dependent position. Depend. No matter if you're Tim Duncan or, or uh, you know, or Kim Olajuwon, David Robinson, Giannis, it's a dependent position, man. So when you're evaluating Giannis and you're looking at Giannis, well, he can't make free throws. Let me tell you something. The Bucs are not going to lose the championship because of free throws. There's not a single game you can point to and say, yeah, you know, the Bucs lost that. So Giannis didn't make his free throws. When you go into the line 20 times, 14, 15 times, you're helping your team no matter if you make the free throws or not. That's right. You're getting the other team in the bonus, and you're let, making it to where when Chris Milton gets fouled, he gets to shoot free. Brooke Lopez, he gets to shoot free throw. Drew Holiday, if he decides to go to the basket, he'll get free throws. Pat Collins, you're making the other team get into the bonus, dude. 
I mean, well, I actually take that back. Ben Simmons. That dude, but that dude don't want to shoot at all. That's just a complete. That's a complete. That dude passes out of dunks. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, uh, like, uh, what was that? Street hoops. <laughs> that's that's how he plays. You know, he trying to go for the double alley hoop dunk. Anyways, Giannis is that dude. I want to see him rewarded, and I think the Bucks are gonna win this series. Last time I was on, I think I said I wanted the Bucks to win because of Giannis's excellence, and I like to see excellence re- uh, rewarded. But now I'm saying I actually think the Bucs are going to win this series. I think the Phoenix had to win game four in order to win the series. Now it's a two out of three, which I'm not one of those guys, that, oh, they got to win two out of three. No, that's not true. You just got to win the next game. That's it. But I don't see Phoenix winning in in, in Milwaukee. And uh, I definitely see Milwaukee being able to do everything they do at home on the road. So as a betting man, I'm, t- I'm taking the Bucs. I thought the Bucs were the better team anyways, though. Even though Phoenix had some better perimeter players, top-end talent, Booker's been great. Devin Booker's been great. And Chris Paul being injured doesn't help. You know, if I'm being honest, yeah, you could you could argue that Phoenix has more talent. But Chris Paul being injured completely changes that. But even before Chris Paul was injured, it's like Giannis, Giannis, you got to put some respect on his name. This dude's a back-to-back MVP defensive player of the year. Like, he's the best player in the series by a lot. By a lot. Devin Booker's had two good games. One good game. Devin, maybe, no, one good game. Chris Paul's had a good game. Giannis has been 40 every night, dog. Every night. All Giannis needs is one more guy on the team to show up, and they win. That's all he needs. Off of a torn ACL. I don't care what nobody says. I saw the tape. That dude's leg bent like a flamingo, son. He is rocking on the torn ACL right now, putting up 40, getting every rebound. Like, he is impacting the game defensively, offensively. That block, ugh, nasty. Nasty, nasty. Boy, you nasty. Um, so, I picked the Bucs to win. I think the Bucs are going to win. And um, interested to see how this goes down on Saturday night. NBA did a weird thing during this finals. Though. The finals ends can end on, like, uh, they're gonna. They're not even gonna play another Sunday. Why? Why not just move the game to Sunday instead of Saturday? But you know, I mean, who am I to say? I mean, your ratings are bad without my help. So imagine how much worse they could be. You know, they changed the schedule around so you could watch the Olympics because <laughs> you wanted to see Katie lose to Della Vadova. So congratulations, America. Your voice was heard. All right, let's wrap up the show. Thank you, you and you for tuning into the last show pod. Subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, and TuneIn Radio. I will be in Seattle recording my album September, oh, August 27th and 28th. Please, please, please get your tickets to LastComedyClub.com if you haven't already. Catch me on Instagram and Twitter at Courtney Shane. That's at K-O-R-T-N-Y Shane. You guys are fantastic. Thank you for allowing me to uh, go up in your mentals. Have a good weekend. Take it easy. Peace. Law enforcement officers risk their lives every day. They deserve better. And the American people just I have the floor, Mr. Jordan. Lady has what? Did I strike the a nerve? Aha! <laughs> Aha! What do you know from funny, you bastard? Until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. All in the game, yo. <laughs> All in the game. Hasta luego.